0: Welcome to the Redeemer Central podcast. Redeemer Central is a church community in Belfast seeking to practice the way of Jesus and work for the peace and good of our city. For more information, please visit RedeemerCentral.com. I just wanted to wish everybody a happy Caribou Cup final day for the football fans in the room. Um, I'm definitely, definitely wearing a Man United shirt underneath my shirt. Any Newcastle United fans, no? Just before we move on with our our morning, I just wanted to shout out a little bit of family news which is that Benjamin Mulholland, give us a wave Benjamin, there he is. Benjamin's going to Mexico City tomorrow for three and a half months to work with an anti, anti-human trafficking charity, um, an amazing opportunity, also into the unknown, you know, that's a massive kind of big step to take for three and a half months and for the family back home supporting him, so just wanted to let you know that that's happening, it's brilliant, we're supporting you, Benji, we'll be praying for you, if you could be praying for, for Benji as he does that, and also for for Kerry Campbell, Jacob, and Lysis, they'll miss him. Um, uh, it's a brilliant opportunity for you, so we'll be we'll be praying for you, uh, Benji. Hope it all goes well. We're actually going to have a little bit of more time this morning of sung worship. We had a little bit this morning, but we're kind of changing things up a wee bit this morning. Um, I was walking. I was out for a walk. Uh, this week with Owen um, and we'd left the car in to get fixed, it was up the left, had to leave it in to get fixed, it was killing time. So I was walking around down Sea Park in Hollywood, if anyone is aware of that, and I came across this. I don't know if, does anyone know what this is? Yeah, our place in space. Um, Anyone not know, our place in space is, is, this is, I got this off the website. Why not? It basically, it's a recreation of our solar system along an 11-kilometer trail by artist Oliver Jeffers and astrophysicist Professor Stephen Smart and a creative team led by the Nerve Center. So Our Place in Space aims to bring our solar system down to Earth and send us soaring into the stars to find new perspectives and reconsider what it means to live life on our planet. So this is what happens when an artist and an astrophysicist kind of get together, this kind of thing. And it's actually been touring a little bit around the world. I think it was in Divis at one point. It's now in North Down, starting at the Austrofocan Transport Museum. I'm not promoting this. I'm not necessarily working for them, but uh, I think it's really, really worth checking out. So I think it's actually live from yesterday until for a month. So definitely check it out. Um, There there it is. Goodness, it's all spelled out. I wasn't very good at science. in school, in fact, I didn't really like it. Um, much respect to the scientists in the room. Um, I always loved kind of getting the Bunsen burners out and all of that, um, but I wasn't very good at it. I do remember going to the Armagh Planetarium. Anyone else been there? Um, yeah, and I do remember there was so much to see. I remember going to that dome and just seeing all of the stars um, in the night sky, looking up. These kind of little pin pinpricks of light, really, you know? Um, that actually are these stars burning in in the sky. Um, It's when you zoom in by telescope that you can actually get to see these twinkling dots that are suspended are actually like these massive burning planets, you know? Um, And this is really what it looks like. the night sky. And then there's a few pictures of the sun that Gavin's going to come up. That is a star. That is our sun. Here's a few stats about our sun. The sun accounts for 99.8% of the mass in our solar system. Over 1 million Earths would fit inside the sun. Uh, the, The sun is so big, and yet it's nearly nearly like a perfect sphere which is kind of an incredible thing as well it's traveling at 220 kilometers per second it takes about eight minutes for light to reach earth from the sun and temperatures inside the sun can reach 15 million degrees celsius and the sun is just an average star and the biggest known star in our universe is something like seventeen thousand times larger apparently than the sun's radius um the sun may appear to be the largest star in the sky, but it is quite an average one. There you go. And yet it's, obviously we can see the sun, but there's all these little pinpricks, these little stars at night, which are just these massive burning planets in our sky. And when we're walking down Sea Park with our AirPods in, listening to a podcast about the United match the night before, you've no idea or sense of your place in the universe, no sense of what is really going on up there in the sky no sense of what those little tiny stars are and then you come across Oliver Jeffers installation and it's like what is this thing sitting along the coastal path towards Bangor and it kind of kind of interrupts your day a little bit and like took my airpods out, turned off the podcast and realised that this is kind of telling me that Jupiter's that way and a whole bunch of facts that I've just kind of shared with you and the thing is that the stuff that's going on in our sky doesn't change didn't change for me when I stopped at that Oliver Jeffers installation that stuff's just going on anyway but what what actually kind of happened in my day as I was walking on and and encountered this was that my my sense of perspective changed You know, at that point, I had no sense of my place. I wasn't thinking about my location in the universe. (laughs) And then Oliver Jeffers' installation kind of pulled me out of my head, pulled my eyes upwards, Um, a a bit like the planetarium did when I was a kid. Helped me to see my sense of place in the world, that so many thousand kilometers this way is that planet, and so many thousand miles this way is that planet. And it gives you this sense of perspective, And so this morning, I'm actually not going to share a huge amount this morning because I'd love us to actually get around uh, the table and continue to worship in the presence of Jesus in song. Because I think this table and the practice of us coming together like this, this is like that Oliver Jeffers installation in our week. As we walk through our lives as we walk through our busy, the busyness of our days, we kind of bump up against this table. And it's calling out to us about perspective. It's telling us a bigger story. And it's giving us a sense of location in, rela- in relation to those bigger things. And the perspective is that God's not a million miles out there. God's actually with us right under our noses. If we have attention, if we have eyes to see, if we could take out the proverbial earbuds and just pay attention for a moment. Nearly all spirituality is about paying attention. It's When the psalmist, and even in our, our more charismatic forms of Christianity, when we say we want to welcome the presence of God... It's not that God wasn't here and we're trying to pull him down. It's that he's here all along. And what we're saying really is help us, Lord, to tune in to your presence that's already here. Help us to see what's already under our noses. Just like walking down Sea Park when there's burning burning stars in the sky above you and you've no sense of them because you're just getting on with your day. I believe that the table of bread and wine, the gathered church in the presence of Jesus in our week, helps us to kind of relocate, reorient it ourselves. There's a story in Luke chapter ten of two sisters, Mary and Martha, and the scene sees these two sisters hosting Jesus in their home. I was nearly going to talk about my trip there to Jerusalem before Christmas, but they have a mad <laughs> Bethany. Was just over the hill from Jerusalem, and every time Jesus went down to Jerusalem, he stayed in the friend his friends' house. They were actually very wealthy, Mary and Martha. They had a large house that could put up Jesus and all his disciples. And so, um, Christ is there, and there's a lot of disciples that have begun to actively follow Jesus. You know, Jesus didn't always have disciples; they've kind of they've come along. And there's onlookers to see, checking in to see what Jesus was about. And they're at the home of Mary and Martha. And Martha is preoccupied and she's quite anxious and she gets quite upset at Mary. You've heard this story if you've been in church a lot. She gets upset at Mary um, for not helping her with the the hosting responsibilities. Um, Something that would have actually been quite expected of women in that time. Um, And in the household. And instead, what you find is that Mary is instead sitting at the feet of Jesus and Jesus' response to Martha's complaint was quite straight to the point. He he does say that Mary had indeed chosen the better thing, to sit at the feet of the Rabbi. Really meant to be in the presence of the Rabbi, to be attentive to the Rabbi, and to the divine right under your nose, right there. And there's a there's a load of stuff going on in that passage, and I don't want to be too kind of cliche with it and draw out these, you know, these silly binaries about you know. Because it's really, really important to host well and to do the work of the kingdom and to do the and to be them and to honour the Martha. We both need Martha and Mary in our lives. We both need to be Mary and Martha. So this is not about belittling the Martha and uplifting up the Mary, but it is just an emphasis this morning. I think about sitting at the feet of the rabbi. There's a whole bunch going on in this story about breaking down the cultural boundaries and about Welcoming and affirming Mary as a disciple, as a woman who is a disciple. Jesus actually affirms her in that. There's, we could get into all that and we're not going to see you. Above and beyond all of that, there's this, this simple, simple idea of perspective. Of, of seeing the divine in your presence and paying attention to it. And sitting at the feet of the rabbi is what it looked like for Mary. Martha had immediately jumped into her responsibilities where Mary had a kind of an awe or a wonder or at least a very a curiosity to kind of get up close. Have you ever looked at this scene from Mary's point of view? Mary saw something in a way, perhaps in that moment, that Martha didn't. And there's going to be moments where Martha will have saw things that Mary didn't, so there's not a drawing of binary or parallels or belittling the Martha. But in this story... Mary was paying attention to Jesus in this moment, no matter the implications, no matter about neglecting her responsibilities in the household, no matter about even offending her sister, her, her, there was an openness, there was a curiosity, there was a, there was a desire to be at the feet of Jesus, to get a different perspective, and she chose to be at his feet to be in his presence because she was hungry for more from the Lord. She was hungry to learn from the Lord. She was hungry to be in his presence. And the, 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 the Christian story and the scriptures are full of encounters like this. And we've been talking about encounters in our series, Liberated by Love. And this is another encounter where Mary sits at Jesus' feet. And you, you'll know the encounter of Isaiah in, in, um, when he sees in Isaiah 6 the prophet Isaiah sees the Lord high and lifted up, you know. It's another encounter of, 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 of a man, of, of a woman, of a human, seeing the glory of God right before him. And, and that wasn't at the feet of a rabbi. That was this picture of the angelic realm, of the, the angels singing, holy, holy, holy. But it's the same idea. Because Isaiah, in that story, he says, my eyes have seen the king. There's like a perspective like walking through Sea Park with your AirPods in, and you could nearly miss it, unless there's some kind of, there's some kind of interruption. There's something to say. Here, here is where you are. Here's what it's all about. Get some perspective. And in a way, I kind of feel like that's a really important word for us as a church community mm-hmm. right now. And that's why I'd love us to spend time at the feet of the Rabbi this morning, because. There's amazing things going on in our community. There's a lot of change, and there continues to be change, and that can be actually quite hard. There's even change we talked about this morning. But there's also rooms full of people being fed. I think there was 50 or 60 people here being fed on Friday night. There was the stay and play um, baby and toddler group that started off on Friday. There was Sudanese men having a friendship group. There's lots of activity works of the kingdom, I believe, really important things. And yet those things still need to be tethered. We as a community still need to be tethered to the king of that kingdom. We need to keep our perspective right and continually sit at the feet of Jesus. I heard a quote this week that really resonated with me. And it was that Jesus is as superfluous to justice as the Earth is to the Sun, and so I get, do you get that? So Jesus is as superfluous so we could just kind of get on with doing, doing things. <laughs> we, don't, we don't need the spiritual, but we don't need like worry too much Jesus that would but actually, Jesus is as superfluous to justice as the Earth is to the Sun. In fact, they're completely and utterly dependent upon the Sun. On Earth, our place in space is that. And if we're to be a people of the kingdom, and if we're to continue to pour out as a community and to serve our city and to bless one another, then we need to stay tethered. We, we need an anchor point. We need to stay connected to the king of the kingdom, Jesus, sitting at his feet. And so today, every Sunday, this table It's kind of like that Oliver Jeffers installation. It's kind of going, here, hold on a sec. Just a sec. Let your eyes see something. Just get your orientation right. Get your perspective right. Get your coordinates right. Take another look at the king. Take another look at Jesus. Because he's so worth it. What I have found, and many of you I know in this room have found, when it comes to being in the church and being followers of Jesus whether that's in vocational ministry or whether that's as a, a member of a church, is that, and this is my own experience, is that when you begin to take your eyes off Jesus, you kind of begin to resent. Ministry becomes a real burden or you become resentful to it and you kind of get burned out on it. And the beautiful thing about our community at the moment is—it's not. We're not bringing. and We're not bringing that word of. We're all a holy huddle, and we need to get out. We're all. We're spending too much time doing the doing the stuff in the presence of God, and we aren't doing anything to impact or take it outside the walls. At the at the moment, this community is actually serving a lot, and blessing a lot, and giving a lot, and sacrificing a lot. Whether that's even time or finances, and yet I think there's an invitation for us and a reminder it's just it's just a gentle reminder from the Lord it's not a not a rebuke or anything like that it's just another invitation again like that Oliver Jeffers installation to say here you choose the right thing let your eyes see the king keep your perspective right gaze upon the beauty of Christ and here's the thing I think Jesus is really worth it I think he's really worth it and like I'm yet to find anything else that's really worth like have you has anyone found anything else that's like, is completely worth your whole life? Like any cause, any anything that's completely worth all of you? Because I haven't found it, and yet we I know we live like we don't believe that, and that's the that's the struggle. We need the, the spirit to help us with that. But Jesus is worth it, he is beautiful, his name is sweet. He is sure and true. And as we continue to keep connected to him, he will lead our paths. He will lead us into goodness. We will see goodness in the land of the living, as the psalmist would say. So that's kind of what I just wanted to bring this morning. And I wanted to lead us to just worship in his presence. Is that, is that cool? Is that good? And I'd love to invite um, Fran and, and John back up. So they're going to lead us. And I don't want this to be a prescriptive time. They're just gonna, we're going to sing some songs right to the end. And we're going to take communion together. Um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back up and lead us into communion in a moment. We're just going to get into some singing. Um, but I'd love you to take a moment. I'd love you to take the opportunity, if you feel you can, this morning to, to receive from the Lord, to sit at his feet. Um, to ask him to meet you where you're at. Kind of to find your location in this universe, in respect to Him. To kind of to take out your ear earpods and turn off the podcast for a second and just say, "Wow, here I am, and Jesus is here, and He's here, and He's He wants to pour His life into us." The Scriptures say that He is the Word, the the, the Word that sustains the very cosmos. Holds it, and he is the one in whom we move, we live, we have our very being, and he's right under our noses. And we don't want to miss him, and so we're just going to take some time this morning just to make sure we don't miss him, just to spend time in his presence. It doesn't mean striving to whip ourselves up into some kind of moment. It just means resting in His presence. Are we up for that? I'd love to invite us to stand. Please just take your seats. If you want to, if you if you need it, if you need to sit, please do sit. But if even for the for the next moments, do stand, um, and then you can resume a seating position. You can kneel. You can feel relaxed to um, engage your body in worship, whether that is kneeling, or bowing, or being prostrate, or sitting. Or lying or standing, whatever that is. G.K. Chesterton says, sometimes our religion is more a theory than a love affair. And we've been invited into this relationship to taste and to see that the Lord is good. God is bigger than our problems and pains greater than our sorrows and successes, more significant than our tests and triumphs, greater than our trials and kinder than we could ever imagine. The Son of God, the King, the Redeemer, the Alpha and Omega, the first and the last, our mediator and our intercessor. The Lord is our banner, the Lord is our shepherd. The Lord of Hosts, the Lord our Righteousness, the Mighty One, the Holy One, the Judge and the Deliverer, our Shield, the Son of Righteousness, the Ancient of Days, the Everlasting One, our Strength, the Mighty God, the Wonderful Counselor, the High Priest, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, our Counselor, our Advocate, Our baptizer and sanctifier, our father and savior, our provider and healer, our peace, our shepherd. The God who sees, the God who hears, the God who blesses, the God who promises. Lord, by your grace and for your glory, would you come and meet with us this morning? Invite us to be the people that you've called us to be ones you've created, the ones you've redeemed, the ones that you have put a song in us, pray you call that song out of us, call that praise out of us, restore to us the wonder of being in your presence, of sitting at your feet, of worshipping you, of wasting time on you, Jesus, for the sake of wasting time on you, Jesus, and may we be filled with joy, all that we need. There's a prayer as we begin to sing. I'd love you to join with me and just saying this prayer together. If you feel comfortable, please join with me as we pray. Christ, I acknowledge you. Christ above me, very God of very God. Christ below me, incarnate of the earth. Christ before me, when seen. Christ behind me when unseen. Christ at my right hand in my strength. Christ on my left in my weakness. Christ all around me filling all things. Everywhere with himself. Christ within me formed by faith. Let us sing. May the Lord just give us eyes this morning to see him, to get a fresh glimpse of him, to have fresh perspective. We'll see